0: of the Marvel Masterworks podcast and BitCast. I'm your host, Adam, and with me, as always, is the Emerald Enthusiast. But for the purposes of this show, we call him the Venom Enthusiast. Donnie, how's it going?
1: <laughs> hey, what's up, comic book fans? It's the man who's ring runs on Fanboy Energy, the podcasting machine, the big nerd in green. It's the Emerald Enthusiast, or the Venom Enthusiast, here to talk to you today about Spider-Man. Yeah, we're going to
0: climb some walls today. Well, I'm not, really, not really, But uh, we have a, a special guest with us. People seem to want to come on this show for whatever reason, and we didn't bribe to pay them. So uh, it's cool to have uh, our guest here. So, Donnie, take it away. Give him one of your introductions, and then we'll get into it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and beings of the Omniverse, your web-slinging guru for the day. From the Italians for Spidey podcast, this is Nico Caruso!
2: I'm saving it. It will be the answering machine. It will be the answering machine. We talked about that right before we recorded, <laughs> right. guys. So happy to, so happy to be here talking Spidey. Whenever we're talking Spidey, it's the greatest thing in the world for mm. me. So glad that Adam, you reached out and heck of an introduction from Donnie there. So I think the tone set and the, yeah, my Spidey senses are uh, definitely tingling for the it, show. It's, it's uh, going oh
0: anyway. to be a fun show. So let's get right into it before we get into. We've, we've got some basically. The the main meat and potatoes of the show today is going to be a review of Amazing Spider-Man 75 through 77, which is the Beyond Era of Spider-Man. I kind of like that title because it reminds me of Batman Beyond, so there's that. Mm -hmm. um, So we're going to talk about that, but there's also been, there was a Disney Plus day, I think it was called, and there's some announcements, some cool Marvel stuff on the way. So we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit. But before we do all that, Nico, tell us a little bit about your Spider-Man fandom, when it started, uh, your first Spider-Man comic, your favorite live-action Spider-Man, the whole nine years. Go, go yeah, ahead.
2: sure. Well, wow. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm excited for this. So uh, for me, Spider-Man was always like, the he was really the first big superhero I ever got into. So um, the Vigilante 1939, the other show I do, that I'm so lucky to do with my father. Um, he's the one who I always say he kind of, he corrupted me in the best way. He brought me into this space. You know, kids were reading like Dr. Seuss and green eggs and ham. And I was reading Spider-Man and Batman and justice league, et cetera. Uh, but it was really with my big introduction to, to Spider-Man. There was this massive explosion um, with that first film came out. The first Sam Raimi film starring mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire. I was like Six years old when that came out. And I remember um, my dad had this uh, cool gig at the time where he got like an early screening. There was like an early fan one that we got to go see. And he took me, and I don't remember it, but he says I had fun um, because I was so young. Yeah. So it was that. And then it was that whole year of 2002. Then, you know, rewatching it when it came out on DVD. And then my aunt Cena actually, there was a, there was a blockbuster down the street from her house when those were still a thing. When, like, when like going rent right to movies, I'm still I'm still old enough to remember those. I'm not oh, too young to the point where those I've been to the family videos, the blockbusters, etc., and they actually had like a life-size foam uh replica, mannequin of the Toby Maguire Spider-Man. And there was a contest to win it, and she won it. So that was my birthday present. Uh, in like 2003 when I was turning eight. And so when I got that, it was huge. It was like kind of scary at first because it's like his size. But then I dove back into that film and my dad showed me the 90s cartoon. Mm. And which is like the cream of the crop. So I binged that. We watched it like over and over and over and over and over. I would have friends over from school. We would watch it. And then that show introduced me to, in my opinion, the greatest suit in comic book history of all time, the Black Spider-Man suit. Um, so then I started diving into those comics. So I think one of the first Spider-Man comics I ever read was um in a trade paperback for Secret Wars, was Secret Wars 8 where he gets that suit. Mm. Um, which like at the time I didn't really understand what was going on, that it's in the middle of this intergalactic dimensional war that all these heroes got brought together for. Um, but that's really the first one I remember, and then Adam and I were talking about this. One of the first things I actually started reading on my own a few years later after the second film came out was ultimate Spider-Man. Cause that was coming mm-hmm. out at the time and Peter was younger
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I was starting to get like age 10, 11. So I was starting to like become the age, even though he's like 15 in that book. He was in high school. I still don't know what it meant to be in high school yet, but that was more relatable. He was younger and it was going on at the time. So going to the comic shop with my dad, I I was getting something new. Um, cause I don't remember what the amazing title, what was going on at that time. Um, but, but that's really my entrance into it. And then, um, for the next, you know, 15 years of my life, it's been everything Spidey and, uh, I'm biased, but my favorite live action one is, uh, is uh, Toby and uh, I might be seeing him again in a month or so which That's what they makes tell me us, right? as happy as can be. That's probably going to be like yeah. the biggest for some people, Keaton coming back is going to be the biggest thing of their life. Um, for me, we're, for we're the doing. longest time, which is awesome. I'm so pumped for that too. Cause yeah, I think yeah. he's one of the goats as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a lot of people, including me, Star Wars, the force awakens was incredibly huge. But when I see this, Spidey come back. If he comes back, the guy who got me into it, it's going to be the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think he's the most re- relatable superhero of all time. And, um, I'm not sure if you guys know this or if you've heard other podcasts have been on, or you hear it, but I'm someone who stutters as well. Um, and when I was a kid, it was way worse. Um, and like, not, I'm not looking for like, oh, like the woe is me thing, but sometimes school was hard. And I related to Peter Parker in that aspect, you know,
0: totally yeah.
2: Superman was like the good looking guy and Batman was doing his thing with Spidey had like real life problems going on and was dealing with like, you know, how to grow up and ridicule and stuff and some family stuff and all that was very relatable to me. So, um, that's why I love a film like into the spider verse so much. Cause the message that anyone could be Spider-Man, I really think is true. He is, he is the most relatable superhero of all time to me and that's why to me he's the greatest of all time
0: well the reason you you were talking about the the stuttering thing and how that you know his problems help you relate to, to mm-hmm. spider-man that's the same reason that for me love spidey 100 uh, percent. but my 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 marvel guy is daredevil oh and the reason is is because he's got a disability mm-hmm. and so, well, I, I got the cane i'm not blind but i got the cane so mm-hmm. i totally i totally get yeah. that and I, when I'm I you know it. when I I I'm uh how long have I been doing it now? Since 93, I've been doing uh karate. So no, when I was a kid when I started in my head, the goal was all right, this is gonna lead to one of three things. I'm either gonna be Batman, <laughs> Ball, a Power Ranger, or a Ninja Turtle, and none of those three happened. But then I started reading Daredevil, and I'm like, Maybe I could be daredevil. That's the clue. <laughs> you. Know. Little did I know that if I actually tried this, I'd probably get killed. Three nights. Oh, in. likewise. Yeah. Three nights into the job, but I digress. So I, I totally get what you're saying with the relatability and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, very um, cool
2: to hear. Thank you for sharing that too. No yeah, problem.
1: No problem. So, although sometimes with you know, for me that the aches and pains of age, I kind of wish I had the symbiote to do a little bit okay, of yeah, healing. Yeah,
0: but does <laughs> it relate to old man Steve? I guess. <laughs> right.
1: I'm yeah. kidding, Dalio. i was just joking. Uh, <laughs> I, hey, no. No, Nico, I'm old enough to remember Spider-Man on The Electric Company when it was actually airing in its first airing. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's awesome, man. Um,
1: yeah. Awesome. Gather <laughs> around the Commodore 64, children, and I'll tell you the story of the Spinner Rack.
0: <laughs> oh, the Spinner Rack. You talk to kids about that. They're like, why don't I get it on my phone? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> what is this spinning thing you guys are talking about? Um but, yeah, no, so that's an awesome, awesome details there. And I, I really like you, other people's entrance into comic books and fandoms of particular characters. Um, but speaking of not necessarily the comics, but the extensions of the comics, which are the live action shows and movies, Disney Plus is giving us a lot of stuff coming up in the next yeah. year or two or three or however many. I, I mean, we got a lot of title cards with no specific dates, so I don't know when these things are coming out. <laughs> But they're coming. Um, one, of the, one of the things they announced that I'm stoked for, based on what we saw in What If, is the Marvel Zombies mm-hmm. animated series. I am not somebody that, like outside of the superhero realm, if you ask me to watch The Walking Dead or Night of the Living Dead or whatever, whatever zombie movie you want to throw at me, I'm not a zombie guy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not my thing. But the what-if episodes with the Marvel Zombies, I was all about it. I'm like, I need more Mm -hmm. of this. I didn't know Mm -hmm. I wanted this in my life, but I need more of it. And we're getting more of it. And so I'm excited about that. Where are you guys at? with uh, What are your thoughts on more Marvel Zombies? Do you think it'll work as a continuing animated series, or do you think it's best left as a one-off?
1: Oh, yes. There's lots of source material. And, you know, I'm kind of the opposite of Adam and in the, this aspect, because I love The Walking Dead. I like, you know, much of the zombie genre. So I'm stoked for this. I love the episode. That was actually my favorite episode of What If? So bring on the zombies. The more the merrier. So Nico,
2: what's your take on zombies? So for me, I'm kinda like I'm kind of like Donnie here. I was into The Walking Dead for a long time. Um, I love films like Twenty-eight Days Later, even though those aren't really zombies, but that's one of my favorite horror films of all time. I feel like there was a massive uh zombie like awakening in like starting in like 2010. And I feel like it's still around a little bit, but like I played the Call of Duty games a lot and there was like the Nazi zombie game modes. I'm cool with zombies. The Marvel zombies uh, comic wise is something I never got into, but I know what it is conceptually. I know a lot of people love it. I think it's a cool concept. And unfortunately I'm still one of the people who hasn't watched what if, but I like how I'm all for. There's
0: a Marvel zombies episode. Oh
2: yeah. (laughs) You're fine. Um, But I'm all for them uh, continuing to just put out a lot of stuff at once. Um, I think it's so important. We're living in this golden age where I actually think like, I'm not going to say quantity over quality, but I think like, if you got something you want to do, do it, especially on this service and the way that Disney has successfully managed this IP, I'm all for it so that you have that for the fans of the zombies. I think it's super cool for the people who love the comic series as well and the action figures and the Funko pops they did. So I think it's awesome. And I'm, I have a feeling when I do watch, what if that's going to be an episode I really like? Because a lot of people said it was their favorite as well. So that gets me excited. Awesome.
1: awesome. And in this day and age, like you said, you know, the golden age with all the streaming services out there. If Marvel Studios wasn't putting out this content there, they would instantly get focus taken off of them because Mm -hmm, they, they can't simply wait for the next blockbuster. We don't know how long this pandemic is going to complicate things. So.
0: But, Donnie, some people think it's over. What are you talking about?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a certain celebrity on Twitter who I won't no, go into. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Although I will
0: say about uh, – you guys, both of you mentioned The Walking Dead. There's one thing I really liked about The Walking Dead, and that's Lauren Cohen. And you know who she played, Donnie? Martha. <laughs> Why did you say that name? There you go. I have to make you do it. Um, but Lauren so – I- had- Thomas
2: Wayne was Negan. Yeah. And then Thomas Wayne was Negan. Exactly. Exactly. That's, you
1: know, to me, that's all, that's part of the multiverse now. Multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Barry screwed something up and now they were part
0: of the walking dead. I would
2: love you. You know, it's funny. I would love, even if like he did it as a joke, I would love if somebody did like an episode or a 10 second clip or where it's Jeffrey Dean on the walking dead and he tells a story, he's like in this multiverse, my, my son is Batman, <laughs> but exactly. in a different one, he's dead, and I'm I'm like a violent Batman. Well, man, that gets me really excited. I don't know, Rick. I think like I for that. I, tune in
1: for that. <laughs> I, I like you got the intonation down there. Oh, dude, I,
2: I, he, yeah, he's he's great. He's so fun to try to uh, play around with.
1: They
0: they also announced Echo, which is especially exciting for me because was a character that was introduced in the Daredevil comics mm-hmm. uh, fairly recently. And she's going to be popping up in the Hawkeye uh, first, and then they're going to obviously spin her off into her own show. There have been reports from various you know, insiders and scoopers that this show is going to feature several members of the Daredevil on Netflix cast. And it's going to act as a quasi soft reboot of the Daredevil franchise to bring them into the MCU. Awesome. Um, so if it does that, um, um like where do I where where do I sign? I already gave yeah. them my money because they have my subscription. <laughs> yeah. They already have your money to do to get this fast. Like who you know. So and also Echo has you know her her she's you know I believe deaf or partly deaf. Mm-hmm. So there's that representation aspect of it. That is important as well. Not just the, the fact that yes, they're bringing back Daredevil, which please, you know, you know. But mm-hmm. aside from that, the representation part is 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 cool. So I'm excited to see her in Hawkeye first. Uh, you know, Hawkeye is very exciting for me. Not necessarily because I'm the hugest fan of Hawkeye, but because that show does have one of my multiverse wives in it, which is Haley Steinfeld. And so I've got to click the pen because that's my <laughs> shtick on the show.
1: How um, long do we go today before you mention the multiverse wives list? Uh, oh. I, I didn't time it, but it
2: you know what, Adam, we'll on. have to compare our list when the show is over because mine runs pretty large too. <laughs> well, mine is
0: like, <laughs> you know what, since it's almost <laughs> Christmas, Santa Claus thinks he's got problems keeping track of the list. Now you got me no problems, <laughs> no problems whatsoever. But uh, yeah, so Echo is something like you can't really comment on it because there's not much there but I'm all for it, uh, as you guys you said, the more the merrier mm-hmm. uh, kind of deal. Um, Secret Invasion, we knew about, all they really gave us was a picture of a bearded Samuel L. Jackson, which is cool, but I mean, what more, what can you say about Samuel Jackson and Nick Fury? Yeah, he's yeah. perfect casting. I think we he's can all agree on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. They gave us, let's see, and Okay, so there's two animated things that I'm really excited and I really want to key in on. Mm-hmm. I won't save this till last because we're doing the Spider-Man show, so I'll <laughs> save that till last. But they announced a continuation mm-hmm. of X-Men, the animated series. It's going to be titled X-Men 97. I can't tell you, like, look, they gave us a lot of stuff. They gave us, you know, small previews of other things. And that was all cool, like Moon Knight. I'm over the moon for pun mm-hmm. intended. Ah. Well, I was gonna say, you know,
1: <laughs>
0: but X Men '97. It's like there were three cartoons in the '90s that, to me, were the foundation of my television watching, and they were Batman: The Animated Series, Spider Man '94, and uh, the X Men. So like, I know it's and they said it's coming in 2023, but I need this now. So <laughs> time travel, <laughs> DeLoreans. Anybody got any? Because you know, but a lot, a lot of the cast is returning. The voice cast, which is great. uh You know, I personally, I lo- I've tried reading X Men. I would love to read X Men, but it's so confusing, and there's so many X Men titles. I'm like where do i start so i just default back to the cartoon and say sure that's my x-men and when they want to give me a comic that looks and feels like that i'll start from issue number one but until then that's my x-men and so i'm stoked about this what do you guys it about?
1: wouldn't surprise me if there's some kind of comic tie-in when yeah. that starts mm-hmm. whether it be directly tying into the cartoon or just a relaunch you'll get your opportunity
0: well good marvel here's my money make that happen
2: right. yeah <laughs> as always the
0: whole wall you can have the whole wallet there's not much in there right now but just uh, take it all. peel the leather off and sell it do whatever you want
1: and but, we'll cover that right here on the marvel masterworks podcast available on youtube itunes yeah, and podbean
0: yeah we're going to do reviews of the we're going to go back and do reviews of the x-men animated series as we will of spider-man as well at some point um
1: I have but, to do a shameless plug, Nico, every show. Oh, no, I love it. I love, <laughs> it. I love it. That's
2: what we got to start doing on our shows. I got to talk to, I gotta talk to so, all my to uh, talk So what are your guys' thoughts
1: on the X-Men revival?
2: You know, it's awesome. Um, that's another one that my dad showed me, um, I think, during my Spider-Man um, awakening explosion. Yeah. That sounds weird to say that, but I guess that's what it is. I did not want to use the word awakening, but it's the only one that I thought of. say it these guys are safe this is Could a safe a movie space. yeah right yeah spider-man the awakening awaken the spider um I've that that long cartoon, long. <laughs> and that cartoon was raw it's awesome um i'm with you too like that's kind of my x-men um because x-men is something i did try to read and every time i do i get overwhelmed like it's so dense and yeah. there's so much out there and there's um a lot of you know of course when you ask there's someone thinks this run is the greatest someone thinks this run is the greatest. And then you're like, Oh, I'm just going to read both. And then it, uh, it gets overwhelming. And there's so many characters and I have such a respect for the X-Men because they were really um, just in doing my own, you know, research growing up when they came out with that, they really looked to push the envelope of what what characters could do in terms of, you know, their backstory representation, you know, political social commentary, et cetera. And that's why, I think there's such a cool opportunity for when they bring them into the MCU. Now, I think the stories they could tell with them, um, with the, with and, and bringing the X-Men into a modern day, um, I think could be really important, but I think that's awesome. I'm going to be there watching it. I think the coolest part is that the whole, pretty much all the voice cast is coming back. Yeah. Um, which I think is awesome because it shows how passionate they are about it. And for a lot of people, those are the X-Men, like the animated, sp- Spider-Man cartoon is like one of my definitive versions of the character in all forms. Um, so I think it's awesome. And like we said, the the thing I love about Disney plus not to segue to a different IP, but like what they're doing with Marvel and star Wars, I think is incredible. Cause they're, they're, they're doing a perfect balance of like, here's something that you fans want and have wanted for years, whether it be a character like, um, ahsoka tano who who fans have craved to see on the screen okay we're Mm. gonna give you her show and then when it Mm. comes to yep obi-wan etc and then here's some of the new stuff like acolyte blah 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 and then from the marvel standpoint oh here's hawkeye coming back you know here's wanda coming back but also here's all these new like characters that you've never heard before here's a revival of an animated show (laughs) that's considered the gold standard now here's a new one for spider-man here's zombies coming off what if it's like there's something for literally every type of fan. And I think it's so impressive. It's so impressive to me.
1: Yeah. Donnie. I, I went back and watched the old Spider-Woman cartoon when we got Disney+. Mm. Plus. Yeah. It wasn't as good as when I was a kid. I will say. <laughs> but it was nice to go down memory lane.
0: Sometimes they don't age well, but the two that yeah. we've talked about before have aged pretty well. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we, we did get two small clips for... One for She-Hulk and one for Moon Knight. Now, She-Hulk, I'm all for. Uh, you know, Tatiana Maslany is a fantastic actress. She's Canadian, so I got to give her you know, props <laughs> yeah. to my home girl. You the I'm extra better.
2: thumb of approval. <laughs> but
0: um, you know, we see we see Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, sort of guiding her through what the transformation is, what brings it on. I'm a huge fan of the Hulk.
1: Likewise. Yeah.
0: This this version of Professor Hulk and I and I cringe even calling him that because the comic version is so much better. True. Can we Look, like, I know he's he's mentoring like- his cousin or whatever it is, but please don't make him a, don't make him a buffoon.
2: Like that's so I'm, glad I'm glad we're I'm glad we're on the same page here, because the minute you brought up She Hulk, I, I I do have a I had a thought. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be like the one guy who's like we're no, on like, the one guy. we're on like a great wave of like agreement and hype here. I'm like, I don't want to put the first nail something I'm not hyped for. She's an incredible actress, and I yeah. like yeah. how it looks like.
0: Yeah,
2: I was always worried, not worried, but I was curious. Okay, when they when they bring this character to the screen. Is she gonna yeah. be CG or are they gonna do it more practically? It looks like more practical just from her body. I think it's gonna just be more of, you know, yeah, she's not Tatiana's know. face in exactly. makeup and maybe they accentuate like the physicality of her. Yeah. Um but then they flash to our guy Professor or Smart, whatever you want to call it, Hulk. Yeah. And um it's 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 funny um in in this MCU in my opinion like the the way to me the hulk and like my liking of what they're doing with the hulk has reduced oh, since yeah. the Absolutely. avengers yeah and to the point where yeah. i was like into the concept of smart hulk the first time i saw end game and then over time and the way they did it um it was kind of like this weird they kind of built this arc for him yeah. in terms of getting able to control the hulk and then it happens off screen and then he's comic relief for most of endgame and Mm -hmm. to see him in here again to see him spoiler alert for people who haven't seen uh shang chi um he may or may not there's a version of dr bruce banner in that movie that i was actually into more seeing him that way as opposed to this way um so yeah I'm, i'm not big on it but um i think him maybe mentoring could be cool for it could be like that redemption that like we're looking for. Like maybe he'll be really good in this iteration. Yeah, just
0: my thing is just tone down, yeah, down the
2: comedy. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's
0: all I'm asking for. Uh, and that's part of the reason why Ragnarok rubbed me the wrong way because that was the start of really let's just make him a sideshow uh, yeah. character. Donnie, mm-hmm. I know so you're in agreement with me, but specifically with with she Hawk, it does. I agree with Nico that it does look mm-hmm. like a more of practical with a hybrid of CGI for, for She-Hulk. And I think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think?
1: Oh yes, I definitely think so. There's a number of things you can do. I think that it seems like she's mainly practical effects, but yeah. again, that there are a number of versions of the the way She-Hulk has been drawn in the past. You could have her losing control and becoming more savage or bigger at oh, some point yeah, in the show. Yeah, yeah. You could also, this could be the point that where we talked about with the Hulk where for whatever reason, Bruce loses control, and she kind of has to bring him back. So there are he gets
0: angry food. again. You get him angry yes. Get him, get him, him angry. Off.
2: Let him but get him.
1: That's what I waited for in Endgame. When, when the three original Avengers were fighting Thanos, I was like, Professor Hulk's going to come out of that compound, and he's going to be ready to rumble. And instead, he comes out, and he's still hurt. I'm like, how is the Professor Hulk still hurt? <laughs> of all the characters in comics who have a healing factor, it's the, the Hulk Professor Hulk.
0: That- the Hulk needs the anger version of Vagra, like the thing that's, yeah, that's what he needs. Green pills, the green, green pills, not a blue pill, it's a green. Damn it. Um, but uh, and but side note now I know why you like the Hulk so much because he's green and Green Lantern. And I, I'm ah. on to you, Donnie. It's all about the green. Um, but but um, and then we got Moon Knight, which was very short. Um, but man, I love that they're playing with his, his mental, mm-hmm. uh, like his. his Dissociative, I think it's the Dissociative Identity Dissociative,
1: uh, right? yeah, Dissociative uh, Identity Disorder, yes, yeah, the I ID. ID. yes, I want
0: to make sure I get the right term, I don't want to, just want to say it. I'm glad that yeah. they dealt with that he's nuts, but yes. you know, but, you know, I want to get the but yes. no, I like, it. Was you know, dark.
1: that's actually what the Hulk is. <laughs> is it? Yes. The okay. various versions of the Hulk, okay. the Gamma manifests the personality. Okay, so after, as he gets more, yes.
0: okay, I see. I, yes. I see. No, but yeah, I like the way that it was very dark, um, you really couldn't see much of Moon Knight at all, but man, that shot of him leaping from one, one side of the building to the other with the moon behind him. Um, it was great. Um, and then, uh, so I'm all for that. I can't wait for that. What about you guys?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, Like I said, this is a character that we're, we've talked about, you know, covering on our podcast, definitely into the live action series. So I'm all for this. Again, it's, it's another character, lesser known. But it will it will be I think very interesting to a lot of people who don't have a lot of familiarity with this character, so,
2: yeah, I couldn't, oh yeah, sorry, no, Go ahead, no cool no, no, grant, no. yeah, no, I was gonna I was gonna say it's cool because this is not a character I know very much about at all, it's not uh it's not one that my dad does either, so it's kind of cool when there's a character we both get to explore together and meet for the first time. I have a really good friend, Chris Evans, not Captain America Chris Evans, but yeah. um. I- We, we, uh, we've collaborated a lot and he's a big Moon Knight fan. So I know he's through the roof for the show and I'm not going to lie. I'm a big Oscar Isaac guy. Um, and I think it's a perfect example of, I think sometimes when you're bringing these lesser known characters to the screen, have a pretty known actor who could one, bring attention to the role, but also he's so good. I think he's going to absolutely eat up the changing of the identities or whatever. Already. I was getting some, uh, Loose can and stuff from him in the trailer, yeah. and I was yeah. all for it. Give me unhinged anyone, and let an actor go crazy, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm and I just started. It.
0: I just started that. I've read the first four issues of the new, the new Moon Knight series, mm. and I'm loving it. So
2: um, a lot of people are saying it's really good. It's cool. really really
0: cool. good. So I, I recommend that, and I think it's great. Um. So so yeah. I mean, like I said, the, wasn't much of footage wise, but. It piqued my interest, and I think the tone was pitch perfect. So, I think we're in good shape. um, Love that for that. Um, And then they turned to Spidey, um, and they gave us news of an animated series. It's called uh, Spider Man: Freshman Year, I think it is. Freshman Year, and it, it it it's. The, the description is kind of the idea that it is going to showcase Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU okay. um, and it's going to um, be at least from the little teaser image that we got they're trying to mimic the style, at least it looks like, of the early comics and I think that's ingenious yeah. I'm all for getting a Peter Parker Spider Man origin for the MCU and the fact that they're doing it as animated is cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's my hope for this. Here's my, my warning for this series for the producers. Adam doesn't want to, no, and I'm talking about myself in the third person, so you know it's serious. <laughs> and I'm going to say this as somebody that loves Tony Stark. <laughs> I don't want to see Tony Stark once in this damn show.
2: Never. Nowhere near the show.
0: I don't want to see. I don't want to see the building. I don't want to see the <laughs> armor. I'm gonna put it in the scrap heap. I like none of it. Just, just and for the love of God, if I don't see Uncle Ben in this show, I don't, I'm gonna turn into the Hulk. That's all. <see>.
1: The Bash says, I'm going to turn it sideways. And, nah, anyway.
0: (laughs) So what do you guys think of this this animated series? What what are your thoughts?
2: You know, so when this was announced, I was very excited because even though I don't think, and I agree with my guy, Mr. Peter Vera on this one, I don't think uh, the recent animated stuff has even touched how good the Spectacular Spider-Man was. Um,
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: 100%. When this got announced, there's something about Disney Plus as a streaming service, and I hate to always say this, but like I know the money they're putting in, and then the minute I heard, you know, okay, early Spidey, which to me is always like the 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 relatable, grounded version of the character, which is what I've been asking for. Um, I'm like, okay, this is another chance for a a potential really well done animated show to happen. And then when I was starting to realize it was the early MCU version, I, I got a little cautious, but um trying to, it looks like, like you said, Adam, they're trying to do it in the style of Steve Dicko, which is like yeah. the gold standard for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Like you said, it's ingenious. I think it's going to look incredible to me i've i'm i'm with you too adam the the as big of a Spidey fan as i am um i do have my uh difficulty with this current version of the character with tom holland i don't think he's bad by any means it's just the material he's given the places he's put in i go okay it's not really my 100 percent cup of tea but i'm always willing to let it happen right. yeah. um i'm always down for for as it grows and evolves, you know, I might eventually start really loving it. It's Spider Man. Um, You're
0: going to give it a shot, regardless. It's Spider Man.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And he looks cool as costumes and everything. Yeah. So, but an early version of this character is what I wanted because I feel like you get a flash of it in Civil War. And then just where they, where, when, actually not where, when they brought him in the MCU was like right on the cusp of. The big finale, Infinity War Endgame. So he's in that mix. And then his next film, he has to deal with the repercussions of it. So that's why I've always said it's not, I think, Holland's fault in my mind. It's the fact that circumstantially in the material, he has to kind of, his films, like all these characters have to deal with what's going on. And I'm like, well, I want to see when he was just himself. And in Civil War, they talk about how he's been Spider-Man for six months and and um, he's been doing it on his own. So for this show to explore him in high school, to flesh out not only his re- re- relationship with Uncle Ben, but this version of Aunt May, I think, is something I've been clamoring for. Mm-hmm. I've always said, you know, because she's younger and he's younger, the potential for them to be closer, as close as ever on screen is something I wanted to see. And I think the show is going to do that. And this show is going to have what I want, like the homemade suit, web shooters, everything. Um, so I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And I wonder if Holland's going to do the voice. Um, if not, I did hear clips of the person who did it on what if, and I thought he was great. He sounded, well, good, yeah. he sounded just like him. So I'm all for it. I'm down for a new animated Spidey. And this one's cool. Cause it has some stake to it, right? It's going to be the early version of the character we're seeing on screen now. So I think that investment, um, for the audience is already there. And, and that's going to be cool to be like, oh, wow. Just like, wait till you see what he does in the yeah, years yeah. when he saves the world with the Avengers. So I think yeah. that's going to be cool. I think it's going to be cool. Donnie, any thoughts?
1: You know, I like actually how they're doing this. I didn't really think they needed to go back in his first movie and retail that origin again. Mm-hmm. But I also, it's like uh, Nico said here, he also kind of got caught up in the events because they retrofitted him and it's like he got swept along for a while. And to me, this is a way of going back and saying, you know, this is Marvel's flagship character. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's give well him a little said. bit of a backstory for yeah. people who really want to see this.
2: Yeah. I think mean, it's so well said. Well said. Yeah. Donnie.
0: Even if you don't show me the death, I just want I, I just want some scenes Stealing. with 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 Uncle Ben giving him advice. That's all. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I don't need to see him die. You can that can happen off screen that's fine uh, you know so I, also it's a cartoon so they don't want to traumatize children but
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I get it So the I, opening scene is the gun and you're like oh totally. my <laughs> disney come on now yeah.
0: somewhere <laughs> there's animated versions of batman and spider-man and superman they're at a coffee shop they're like well my parents died and like, yeah, so did mine. <laughs> And then superman's like hold my beer my whole planet died damn it you know so
2: yeah like, it's like well, oh man oh, that's, that's, gotta that's, be-
0: that's how it should have ended <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Show, yeah. That's the. Yeah. That's the. Uh, you should do a live action version, a short of how, how it should have ended. I'd watch that. Um, somebody, one of those fan filmmakers, get on that. I'd watch that. I watch it. Hundred. I. I support your Kickstarter. Do it. Let's let's go. Um, but yeah. All right. So we've got the Disney Plus stuff. We've we've covered the most important bits. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of break and reset because that's what that's we're doing it on Zoom and that's what they're telling me. So when we come back. We're going to do Amazing Spider-Man 75 through 77. Stay tuned. All right. So with all the Disney Plus good stuff out of the way, let's get to more good stuff. And that's comic books. Specifically, as I said before, Amazing Spider-Man 75 through 77, which is the new beyond era for Mm Spider-Man. So, Donnie, give us a brief summary of what the heck is going on here.
1: Well, this is beyond Beyond parts one, two, and three. Spider-Man 75 opens up. Peter is obviously experiencing a lot of anxiety. He has a childhood dream about stealing some gum that turns into a nightmare. Yeah. And a lot of this seems to be anxiety surrounding Harry's death, as well as the fact that he's in debt, which is kind of a constant in Spidey comics throughout the decades is that, even when he does that well for a little kid while. Needs to win the lottery. Yeah, he, he he always finds his way back to being destitute. <laughs> so, yeah. What were your thoughts on that uh Nico?
2: Yeah, um so the first one I I actually re- I really dug this issue uh 75 because um and and it's no dis- it's no disrespect to anyone but I wasn't the biggest fan of the Nick Spencer run that just ended. Um I was in and out of it. Over yeah. the last few years, I thought he wrote Peter very well. I thought he wrote the character well. It's uh, right. he was ambitious, which sometimes in comic book writing I respect, and sometimes I don't. There was a lot of playing with old stories and continuity and retconning, which I think at times was cool. Like, I'm glad they did what they did with the uh, sins past, but at the same time, it felt very like if it. I like Spidey more grounded and it felt so big and so crazy, uh, and with all the clone stuff again. His he's famous for Adam clones, right? The clones, <laughs> clones is the Spidey's thing, and they even allude to it. So he's self aware in the writing, which I like. Um, but I did like the way they wrapped up that last issue seventy four. Um, so I was very much excited to see okay, what is the next chapter going to be? And then when they announced Spider Man Beyond uh, and that Mister Ben Riley was coming back, I'm a big Scarlet big Scarlet Spider fan. I'm one of the rare. I'm not like a massive, massive fan of the clone saga, but I do defend it. Cause that's something when I read, I thought it was so balls to the wall, crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I actually yeah. respect how ridiculous this is. Like, I actually it's, think it's amazing.
1: <laughs> I often say that it's beautiful chaos.
2: Like just to make you think that it was really Ben for all this time. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah. you know what? That got me to be like, I don't even know what's going on, but I respect this. Right. So this first issue I really like because it, it – just like you perfectly said, Donnie, you perfectly summed it up, it brings Peter back a little more ground than what we just had. He's dealing with his personal stuff. He's also having the, the trauma from the fallout of all the events with Harry and Kindred, et cetera. I like that. Um, but I like seeing him, you know, still be optimistic. He's gotta be Spider-Man. He's back. His relationship with MJ is really solidified again. Uh, which is something that I always love to see. And then I think the cool introduction of about who is that, you know, he sees yeah. the guy, he sees the other guy smiling and he's like, who the belief is that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I thought their exchange between the two of them was great. And, um, I think this is a really interesting concept. The fact that we'll get into later issues, but the fact that Ben is kind of this uh, corporations, they're trying to make the ideal Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. He's got the high tech suit where Peter doesn't. Um, And I thought this issue for being the first one has a lot of personal stakes right away. And it ends kind of with this really scary cliffhanger where you're like, okay, wow, they're, they're, they're really changing things up. So I thought it was a great fresh start with some really cool stuff.
0: I I like. For me, that when we open up on that dream sequence, that we, you know we think is a flashback, but it's actually a dream sequence that he's having. It's it's part of both. It's half flashback, half dream sequence. I would say. Um, but I like that it centers on both Aunt May and Uncle Ben as much mm-hmm. as I'm like, I want to see Uncle Ben in the MCU. <laughs> I also like that Aunt May has an equal, you know, footing yeah. with him in the comic books. Like they're both equally important to Peter.
1: Well, you got I, to see some of them here, Uncle well, Ben. You know, like, yes, so that was actually very harrowing. You know I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know what would have been down. a
0: real nightmare if you think it's Uncle Ben from like behind in the shadow? And then when they do a close up of his face, it's actually Tony Stark. That would have been my nightmare. But <laughs> I, I would have put the
2: issue down and I would have oh, not right, been on put this put podcast. I would have never been on this podcast because you would have asked me to do this. <laughs> I would have said, sir, I can't, I can't come on the show. Adam. I'm sorry. Quickly
1: though. Let me clarify what Nico's talking about here. Actually we see in this issue that the old trademarks from the, from Parker industries have been purchased by the beyond corporation, including yeah. the name and likeness of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So well said, when we yeah. see Ben Good Riley problem. show up, He's he's the official Spider-Man of the Beyond Corporation.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like that they did that because there are continuity, I like to call them continuity consequences, meaning stuff that happened, you know, in the last, what, 10, 5 to 10 years in the Spider-Man title actually means something. Yes. And it feels very... Like real world, the fact that listen, you kind of sort of made this move. It was actually Octavius, but that's a whole other ball of wax that mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain. But uh, anyway, you know, you made this decision. you This was your choice, and now here the here's here's the ramifications of that. I, I like that 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 kind of thing when they when they use continuity in that manner. That, that's a plus for me. Um just to go back to what Nico was saying about this issue. When, when, when Peter sees Ben, you know, when one Spider-Man sees the other, he calls him, uh, Hey, Spider-Verse. Hold up. up." I could not stop. (laughs) I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Um, and I like when they were at that restaurant or coffee shop or whatever, and they have that conversation. And, and they're, they're kind of going through the fact that I get that I'm your clone, but these are still my memories. These are still my feelings. And Ben is trying to explain that I feel like I need to do this. This is my calling as much as it is yours. Mm-hmm. And I like that while that was kind of shocking to Peter, he understood that. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't agree with it at first, but he understood what he was going through. And I like that. Yeah.
1: And we see that play out in subsequent issues. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I like that they had that spot where it's quiet in the city and they could just go to think.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like the equivalent
0: <laughs> of Spider Man's Fortress of Solitude.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Although I'm curious, is New York ever quiet? Like wherever you go, is it ever?
1: The, the yeah. time that I went there, it certainly wasn't. Yeah. So. Right. So I, right.
0: I don't know. But so. yeah,
1: that I, wasn't I, a bad thing for me. You know, I think there, there are certain advantages to that. You can always find something to do. So,
2: always something to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And what did you, like, what did you actually think of for the brief bits that we got it? I liked the two Spider-Man fighting in tandem. I I thought that was
2: cool. You know, I'm with you. Well, first of all, I love, I love Ben Reilly's new costume. I love the spider, like off to the side a bit. I'm weird. I'm into like outfits and clothes and style and everything. So I, I think it's cool that it's like not in the middle. It's kind of off to the side. I'm like, that's different. I'm kind of into that. But I'm not going to lie, seeing them fight and work together for, like you said, the brief moment was really cool because as much as he has, you know, Peter's memories and he still operates a little different, you know, going back to his Scarlet Spider days, he was a little more brutal, a little more um, raw. And so now that he has all the tech in the fight too, the way they're bouncing off each other and seeing like Peter react to it was kind of funny too. Like what is that like what he got going on here? It was cool and I, I hope that and I'm assuming that when the end of this arc comes, we're gonna maybe see that again. Mm-hmm. And um there's gonna be another cool team up, but this time it won't end in uh in this <laughs> explosion of energy that sidelines my boy, Peter Um, it could be worse. They could have killed him off. That's what I was actually. So, so that's my biggest thing. I was worried when, because the cover for issue, I think 76 was kind of how they announce Spider-Man beyond. And I'm like, okay, man, I'm kind of not into this kindred run. Don't tell me you're going to off him. Don't tell me you're going to off him and do the whole thing where he's dead. And then you have, the return of Peter Parker for comic sales, et cetera. Um, But I I like how you you could tell from this issue. And like Donnie said, in the next few issues, there's a purpose to the sidelining and Mm -hmm. O'Reilly stepping into the role, which I like. And then I said, okay, Mm -hmm. I really like where this is going. Well,
1: Uh, and what Nico's referencing here is we should, we should point this out. Both spider man clash with the UFOs at Empire State U and Ben's suit is highly advanced. Peter's is the regular suit and Mm -hmm. he is poisoned by vapor. And that's how that issue ends. And it opens up with him in the hospital.
0: I I did like, I did like the, before we get to the, you know, like sort of segue into the next issue. I did like how when, when they're, you know, working together, there's that part where Peter comes into the fray and he makes like some quip to the, to the, to the UFOs. And they're like, that wasn't funny the first time we heard it. And he's like, what? And then you see, you see Ben Riley. He's like, yeah, they don't like being made fun of. <laughs> 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 or and the part where Peter's having like suit envy.
1: You're right. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, look how
0: cool this this edition is. And like that's oh, all right. It's not that cool. And then, <laughs> all right, that was kind of cool.
2: Classic Pete, man. Classic yeah, like quips. That. Yeah. Classic but, quips.
0: But I'm but I'm much happier that it's just poisoning them. I mean. It's a severe form of poisoning, but it's some yes. form of poisoning that, hey, we're gonna kill him and it's gonna last this time. No, no it's not. Uh, I mean, isn't it like the, the 60th anniversary next year? Even if they would have yeah. killed him, he's not, he's not staying dead. Come on. He ain't staying dead.
2: Yeah. Who, who are we
0: kidding anymore? Death, death in comic books is like just taking a nap.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, because it all feels like uh, I, I was actually talking to my dad about this the other day uh shout out to pops um <laughs> we're saying like the death in the last you know 15 20 years of comics it, it feels like a marketing thing you know yeah. they're doing like the death of dr strange but it's the series but they're advertising oh yeah he's gonna die in this comic so it kind of it takes away from when you know something as early as like the night when stacy died yeah, or when yeah. the flash died in crisis right like it wasn't advertised it was actually right.
0: it one. and when uncle ben died, he's the only one uncle that. Ben
2: died yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this big thing because you're like, Wow, I didn't know that was gonna happen. And now it's like you read the death of Doctor Strange and you're like, Okay, he's gonna die. Or if he doesn't die at the end of it, you're like, Well, why did well why is it called the Death of Doctor no, Strange? Oh, become, it's a symbolic <laughs> death. For
0: his anniversary, you know when he'll come back, he'll die. And then right before uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Oh yeah.
2: N- next hey, spring.
0: Neil, brand new number one, everybody. Come on. <laughs> come on.
2: Like, yeah, Just yeah. what the doctor ordered. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to
0: fall for this anymore. That's my yeah. question.
2: Can't, can't fall uh, for it anymore.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I think we should rate all three of them as one, like the, sure, the first sure, month of John sure. instead of individually. So uh, Donnie, tee us up a little bit about issue two, issue
1: 76. Issue 76. Aunt 76. May gets a call from the McCarthy Medical Center where Peter is hospitalized. Mm-hmm. And... At the same time, we see that Marcus is giving Ben heat for not immediately pursuing the UFOs. Colleen and Misty Knight are more compassionate to Ben's emotional state at this point. So we see a lot of kind of contrasting what's going on with Ben, what's going on with Peter. With Ben, it's more hopeful. With Peter, it's kind of going the opposite way. It's grim, yeah. a little bit grim. Yeah. So Uh, what did you think of the opening pages, Nico?
2: So I really, I really like the opening pages. I think the thing – that I love seeing um, Aunt May is always worried about Peter
0: oh, yeah.
2: and there's always this, you know, there's been various, you know, takes, there's so much that's happened in, you know, in the Spider-Man continuity since, you know, amazing fantasy, but me and my dad always talk about the whole, there's all, there's always the takes where you feel like she knows, but she doesn't know, but she'll never say anything. But yeah. I love seeing her um, so de- so destroyed over what happened to him and then seeing the weight of it on riley right like when he falls to his knees when he gets home and he's like something terrible happened like it's peter like it's peter yeah. because there is such this respect for what peter parker is from riley's mind so right away i think the issue perfectly picks up where the last one leaves off in terms of those stakes. And then you get that crazy shot where um, he's in the hospital bed with like the red coloring all around him. And I'm like, okay, wow. He's, in, he's in bad shape. And, 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 and what's going to happen here. It sets the tone.
0: I thought that was his like spider sense going crazy. Cause he's in danger and it's, yeah, it's internal. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's how yeah.
1: they're Which, yeah, I like I liked how that played out too. It's like my spider sense is going off but it's not, it's not an external threat. It's internal. Yeah, that's and I can't
2: I, that's do anything do. about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I like how the doctor's like, how are you conscious? What are you part rhino or whatever the heck? It is? <laughs> oh, kind of. Sort
1: of. So we see that Ben goes to visit Peter. MJ is not happy with the fact that Ben split so quickly after yeah. all this happened. Mm-hmm. And an interesting scene here, we talked about this from the previous issue, Ben asks Peter for his blessing to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter's like, you know what? You've earned it. Mm-hmm. And that's when another clone comes in with the money in the bank briefcase. And hits no, him I- it's like, no, I- <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah, sorry. I, 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 I love I that. I paid to see that, actually.
0: <laughs> but no, I, I, thought, I thought that was very important because my worry was, you know, Nico is worried they were going to kill Peter. My worry, once that that became apparent that that's not what it looks like they're doing, my worry was, well, is Ben going to be so flippant towards, you know, Peter's time as Spider-Man? He's like, well, I'm Spider-Man now. Get you know, get over it, deal with it, right? And I'm glad that that wasn't the case because that would have just been ridiculous to me if they'd mm-hmm. that way. So I like this. Hey, can I have your blessing, kind of deal. And Peter gives it, you know, I think that respect goes both ways, mm-hmm. but Peter also knows that if, I can't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. can't I, I can't do anything as Spider-Man. New York and the world needs Spider-Man, so let him go and do that while I figure this crap out.
2: So, so I'm not I'm not hyperbolic when I say this, is this whole sequence here. Uh, not only makes it my favorite issue of the three, this, some of my favorite Spider-Man stuff I've read in the last few years. And I truly that. Yeah. it. It's P- classic Peter Parker. True Peter Parker is like you just said, he's, he's thinking of everyone else, but himself. Right. Yeah. And he acknowledges, you know, Ben, I love the whole exchange and he's in the bed. He's helpless. And he goes, you know, Ben, it's hard when you're around. He says something like it's hard when you're around. It's like, I'm sharing my life. But then he goes, he's always thinking of someone else, but I can't imagine what that's like for you. Yeah. And he basically tells him, you know, you deserve to do this. You deserve to do what makes you happy. And he's, and he's like, Oh, don't worry. I'll get out of here soon. But like, you can be Spider-Man, like you're Spider-Man. And I love how he tells them to be amazing. Like that panel. I'm like, yeah, Oh yeah. man, Yeah. that sent me in a bunch of different emotions when I read that. Cause it's, it's, it's classic, classic Parker. He's he's realizing, I think what Ben Riley could potentially be going through and New York needs a hero and it's greater than himself in that hospital bed right now. Yeah. So they need an right. amazing Spider-Man. So he tells him it's, it's gotta be Ben and you see the way Ben reacts to it. I think the art really shows it well in terms of his eyes and everything in the way um, MJ really, Responds to it too. That was very meaningful for everyone in that room. I think that's right. the confidence that Ben Riley needed to finally go for it, and yeah. um, and then it's tough after that though because he starts to seize up, and then it's right. like, oh.
1: And I, the I really rest. like the, the the split image that we see oh. where yeah, Peter yeah. is seizing, the and then he's kind of yeah. going forth with confidence, yeah. and yeah, he's he's in the, the costume.
0: Yeah. and I like when he shows up, you know, to battle the next threat, and he's like, oh. oh, oh. Yeah. The guy says, "Oh, Spider Man is like damn right. It's uh, I'm Spider Man, right?" Oh, I love (laughs) that. He went from I can't because a couple pages earlier he he was telling the his handlers, if you will. I can't, I can't. This doesn't feel right. Me going out there and just continuing Mm -hmm. on doesn't feel right. But now that he's got that, you know, basically. Peter gave him the Pope blessing, go forth and... You
2: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go forth and web swing. Yeah. Nah,
0: nah, Instead he's, of a hand, it's nah, this. Nah, nah, it's it's, it's go band. forth
2: <laughs> and <laughs> web swing, <laughs> my <The> son.
0: Or Christmas
2: back. Go forth and flip flip, my friend. In there the name go. of the flip, <laughs> in the name <laughs> of the swing. Oh, that'd
1: be oh. That. That'd be oh. good.
2: That was you that need to do there. that to,
1: for, for your guests on Italians for Spidey. That's, that's what we're to have to do. I did yeah, talk to Pete about way.
2: this and Pops and Pete. I'm mean, gonna I feel like, all right, guys, that's how we bless our guests. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: it.
0: Um, no, so I really, and you're right, the art in the, I mean, the art in all three issues was really good.
2: Yeah, it was really good.
0: I don't know if because I know there's different writers uh, mm-hmm. you know, handling the duties, and I think the artists are all different too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did like. Two's are the best, even though I liked it all. Mm-hmm. But what I what I like about the art and the, and the changes in in seemingly each issue, is that it's not so different from each other that yeah. they're jarring. And that's really really important because I've seen some books where oh yeah, you know, from you know, they, they've gone three times a month or four times a month if they really want to get crazy please don't do that. My wallet can only take so much, but I've seen when it's a different artist and it's like, this looks nothing like what I just.
2: Right. And I think a good example of it is the Nightwing book right now. I thought Redondo's art is like, in my mind, perfection. And then when it went over to where he's crossing over in fear state, I still think the art's solid, but it's totally different. than what Redondo is doing. So I pulled up issue. I, I, I forget what number it was 85. And I'm like, Whoa, it took me like, five or six pages to be like, all right, this isn't okay. All right, I'm used Let me to start it, yeah. the issue over because I'm not even reading. I'm just looking, knowing this is different. No disrespect. It's not bad. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. And these from 76 to 77, you know, when it changes from uh, Gleason to Mr. Pickley here, I don't know how to say that name. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> it still looks, it still looks really good. It looks pretty similar. Yeah. um with like the coloring and everything and too. gleason
0: is amazing let's
1: be honest. oh
2: gleason can do anything anything man he's got the best covers too he's got yeah. the best covers
1: that's a great cover too, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i always say that too by the way nico i look at these names that i've only seen in print and i'm just like okay that's why i'm, I mean, that's best why you're doing- I'm like
2: i'm gonna do it and i'm a speech pathologist <laughs> too so like I, I study sounds and stuff so i'm like like okay oh it's not a k it's an h so i'm gonna say it's Pichelli. That's probably okay. what it is. Yeah.
1: Okay. Or
2: Pechelli, oh, got, isn't it Pichelli. C-son.
0: Isn't it Pichelli?
2: Isn't it I think it's Pichelli.
0: I think it's the artist that used to do the, the Miles Morales stuff.
2: I think. The, I could. I. I'm pretty sure I, it's. You smart. might be right. They're All I know Nico
1: like is when the time comes to like put it put it out there and like and like you know take the gamble, Adam always makes me do it. So
0: yeah, well that's you know, always <laughs> being the host I can do it. Someone's me. gotta do it. Crap that I don't want to do, you people can do it. It's great.
2: A, someone's that's gotta, gotta I I
1: have do it. Yeah. With
2: I power, do I great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Beautiful.
0: I, I sit I sit on the I'm like speaking of the Italians, I'm like the godfather of this show. I just sit
2: I love it. This, I like, love it.
0: <laughs> listen when i got baptized when i got oh, i got baptized when i got picked to be the, the godfather of my niece i mean i was happy and all because you know i adore my niece but the first thing i did was the godfather theme became my ringtone that's all time <laughs> it
2: beautiful.
1: beautiful
2: that's legendary oh. that's exceptional <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I,
0: I, I may have plotted to... Well, I'm not going to say it. I may or may not have plotted to kill people. I didn't go through with it. But there were a couple of least players back I'm, in the I'm glad.
1: Of, yeah, That would, were that would def- definitely affect the, the podcast. To them, that's for sure. So that anyway,
0: cool. ba- back to the story. Yeah. To the story. <laughs> now that the FBI is going to be in my house
1: tomorrow morning when this gets released. They're going right. to be
2: like, we were listening to your podcast. Uh, great stuff, <laughs> oh, by the way. But. <laughs>
1: So Spider-Man 77 opens up with a flashback. We see Ben training with Colleen and Misty. Afterward, he has a conversation with Maxine Danger, the head of superhero development at the Beyond Corporation. And she questions Ben's commitment after he took off his suit to go visit Peter. So what did you guys think of that?
2: You know, oh, I'll let Adam i Adam kick this one off.
0: Well, okay. I-, I thought it was cool to see Misty and Colleen. Yeah. And mainly, look, I'll be on the full disclosure. The yeah. main reason I know them is because of the Netflix Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's that's my
2: exposure to them. But I came. Like, oh,
0: cool! People like kind of sort of know. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
2: I thought it was cool too. How I'm 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 a sucker for action in yeah. comics, yeah. and I just like the way he's drawn. He's kind of swinging around him, and I like how he's being. It's interesting how they're the beyond corporation is monitoring him as well. You know, they're saying, Oh no, he's kind of slow today. He's distracted or whatever. Um, And then of course, like, like Maxine danger, all these like characters that are in charge of these corporations, like they always have like the wildest names, like here's Maxine danger. (laughs) Danger. And you're like, Oh, I bet she's a shady character.
0: I'm just just going to say this right off the bat uh, in a minute. May kind of not be PG thirteen, but that either sounds like a, a stripper name or a porn star name.
2: I'm with you 100. That's actually what I thought of because I know what you
0: guys are doing over there, at Marvel. But that's what it sounds because like because I'm not
2: gonna I'm gonna say hypothetically, yeah, yeah. not any knowledge yeah, hypothetically.
0: Like I, I do know.
2: believe there is someone in that realm with the with danger as the last name. So that is it's just so inevitable, people, right?
0: Don't Google that. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah,
2: don't Google. Don't Google it.
0: And if you're
2: yeah. 18, do whatever you want. Go nuts. Yeah, it's sure. true. We do. we do not. We do not.
1: Just recently on the, on the Emerald Echo podcast, which is about Green Lantern, we were talking about – we saw a young granny goodness, and Adam and I were theorizing, you know, is it mommy goodness or auntie goodness? And then we wanted to tell people, don't, don't Google that. Don't Google any of that because <laughs> you might not like go- it. That, that, that seems like it could lead to some bad results, you know. And
2: 100%. And, and so just to close on this Maxine Danger thing, I like how we're seeing Ben also deal with this pressure too mm-hmm. of like he's not he is being spider-man he gets to be spider-man finally yep. but there's this there's almost like a catch right he's being studied he has to train he has to go to mandatory therapy and you can tell mm-hmm. he yeah, is track Do-
1: dr Kafka
2: dr Kafka
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely great 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 reference there and i think it's it's cool because what i interpreted from it too that's not necessarily said it's implied is that he's also still thinking about peter So there still is this, which is, which is also classic Spider-Man. And that's also where I feel like his traits of Peter are in there, you know, always thinking about someone else or always worried about something else, you know, he's trying to balance. So, um, but it's so interesting to see this version of Spider-Man and this hero, like, one, he has to train, he's being watched. Then he has like mandatory therapy. It's like, it's like the mandatory mental health training. You, you know, is our employee okay? Is yeah. he satisfied? Yeah. But also is he doing his job? Cause I like when she says like, are you the guy? Cause if you're not the guy, I need you to be. And he's like, no, like I'm the guy, I'm the guy. So it's, it gives Ben this extra personal conflict too. It's not just, oh, I have to be Spider-Man worried about Peter. I have to be Spider-Man and I have to coexist in the, in the, with the, I guess, criteria of the, the people that are bringing me here.
1: When and I want to get your thoughts, Nico. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Adam.
2: When
0: she said, are you the guy? I said to myself, wait a minute. Who else are you going to go to? Are really going to go to Miles?
1: <laughs>
0: like, they're going to the go, really go to one uh, one
2: Doc one... Ock again and they're going oh, to go yeah. back to Superior. No, no,
1: no. <laughs> so what... I wanted to get your take, Nico. It seems that Ben, during that session, he's having some problems with his memory. What do you think is going on there?
2: So, so that's a great question, Anna, and I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to I wanted to talk about that. That to me was a a pretty impactful moment of the issue where you you know he's telling a story and it's clearly you know drawing from Peter's memories, and then when he can't remember it, almost like a deja vu. I'm wondering if the radiation is affecting him too. That's oh, one of my okay. guesses. Oh. Um, my guess is also maybe he's been he's been this he's been doing this for so long maybe we're going to find out that when you're a clone after a certain amount of time the 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 memories start to go away or a third one a third one i have that can be i think depending on the way they write it can end up being pretty powerful going back to what they do in like ramey's spider-man 2 where the him doubting it and the and the internal conflict is kind of muting his powers i wonder if so, all this pressure on him is starting to eat away at the at like the memories he has and how beautiful yeah
0: that, that was a beautiful scene by the way oh Here's yeah a sequence where where in spider-man 2 where he was losing his like how it correlated with you know his his mental state
2: yeah
0: to, like i love that they do that kind of stuff mm. because
2: i wonder if it's, it's kind of those.
0: realistic when we're having a bad yeah. day we're not at our optimal performance, you know. Like that's, right. in mm-hmm. the context of all this fantastical stuff, that's a real world, you know. Yeah, like fallout that happens to mm-hmm. I think, everybody. So,
1: outside
2: well
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. Um, so, also in this issue, we see that Peter's in a coma. MJ has made calls to various people, like Doctor Strange and Tony Stark, but to no avail. And so we see uh, there's a scene where she looks at May and's like, we might be on our own for this one. Mm-hmm.
0: I got to uh, tell you guys, when 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 May says, Did you call Mr. Stark? I'm like, I swear to God, if he picked up and they bring him into this stuff. <laughs> look, again, again, look, I'm saying this is a guy that loves MCU. Tony Stark was my favorite character for the longest time, but they've over jammed him in every friggin', you know, the first 13, 14 movies. It's like, totally I agree with Stark. you. And now, you know, uh, Mysterio's whole thing is I used to work for Tony Stark. What, what's next? Like, did, did, are they going to go to the flashback? Here's what they're going to do us in that animated series Uncle Ben used to work as a. As a as oh, a, God.
2: You know, <laughs> I can't, I Adam, I can't do it. I won't let it happen. <laughs> I'll go to the offices myself and change the scripts.
1: Uh, <laughs> that, we- that's the thing for me. Uh, We'd have to label that podcast as like M A because Adam's yeah. head would explode and there'd be more no, everywhere. We wouldn't be able to put it on and YouTube. And then after that, they'll
0: bring in they'll bring in they'll, cross, they'll bring in Iris West just to piss me off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are the Spider Man. Oh please, no! Stop! Stop that! No, no, no. You set yourself up for that one. We are Spider.
2: We are yeah. the Spider Man. Yeah, he's is
0: going to say that in the last issue of the Beyond. Ride, that's
1: gonna happen.
2: We are Spider Man. I, I can just,
1: I can just feel. I can feel it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that kind of works here with Ben and Peter. We are. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. yeah it makes we... sense. <laughs> yeah. Iris
0: has no business being the Flash. You just, like, <laughs> he sleeps with the Flash, but that's about it. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
1: well, so. We actually see how Ben is getting around so easily. That's been something that was well, kind of a question, you know, in the the previous issues. He has something. I don't know if there's a specific name for it. It's like a portal or a Stargate, yeah. That he's actually using to get around to like criminals Sorry. in the city.
2: Teleport that's a great nation, film, buddy. by the way. Yeah. I love Stargate, by the way. That's yeah, that's a good, <laughs> a great movie. Kurt Russell. That's have a good. Movie. You,
0: have you seen that before, Nico? The Spider uh, Stargate. That's what we're going to call it.
2: Spider Spidergate. Um, <laughs> So I like this um, because once once again I think I think it does two things. It explains how he just pops up everywhere, um, and and it's cool. You know, comic books. I, I think comic book comic book films like the portals are always like a thing. You know, so yeah. just like a trope. <laughs> but, I, but yeah, right on your left. <laughs> but I but I also do like I once again I do like because I think. I think what they're doing, I think they're doing a nice job of like laying these breadcrumbs to something bigger. I like seeing how big this beyond corporation is and how much, and how many tools they have. Cause I, my guess is there's going to be a conflict between them and Ben and it's going to be big. So to just see all this stuff he has is kind of showing you their power and whether or not they could take it away from him. they could shut him down. They have kind of influence when he goes, it's, it's, it's setting up, this really interesting thing that I think the comics in the past, when you think of the films and the comic, like uh, uh, a good example would be civil war, you know, both in the comic and on film, you know, Steve is worried, you know, about agendas, them, them choosing where these heroes go and them having the, the resource to put them in certain places. And I think we're going to eventually see this take more of a toll on Ben than it already is. So it's cool mm-hmm. though. I'm, I'm down for the uh, teleportation because it also uh,
0: I can use
1: one of those lets them get,
2: too. yeah. Right. And, and it lets them get to places quicker, which is, important Oh, I would love to have one here. of those
1: instead of a car. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Yeah. So this issue ends with Ben goes through that portal and we see Morbius standing over a group of people in lab coats in an alley. I don't know whether they're doctors or lab techs or whatever, but, you know, Ben instantly goes into action because he thinks maybe Morbius has done this. We never get confirmation as to whether he did it or not. And But here, Morbius easily overpowers Ben, and Ben's like, I don't remember him being this powerful, but Morbius bites him on the neck, and that's how the issue ends.
2: What a cliffhanger! A I gotta thing. say that. Love a good cliffhanger. And also, perfectly timed for our week, because
0: remember this is the October. Yep. Thing, October mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, you no. Know, again, the strength of Mysterio ties back to a previous arc which I liked, and you know the, I think the quips were on point. Where, you know mm-hmm. that Ben was pulling off, and and so I I, I like that whole sequence, and just seeing that made me excited for. It reminded me that hey, Morbius is actually coming as a film, and I'm yeah. actually excited yeah. for it. So I liked it. I thought it was a great way to end off this first this first month of the Beyond era. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I do too. I love seeing him because I'm a big fan of that character as well. I think he's a great Spidey character. So yeah. when I turned the page and it showed him, I'm like, oh man, he's gonna fight Morbius. Like, let's go. Yeah.
1: Like, let's go. Like,
2: I've been asking for this now. Like, yeah. uh, Sinister War. Was cool in terms of how many villains, but it also felt ridiculously overwhelming. Yeah, well, I'm like, really okay, really I hope and beyond. One of the things I said on an earlier podcast is, okay, I hope and beyond. I hope we just see some one offs with these classic villains. And when I turn, I said, okay, he's gonna fight Morbius. This is dope. And right. then when he was commenting on how he, sh- how he's, how he's stronger and faster, and he wasn't talking, he was just making noise. So I don't know mm. what's influencing this version of him, but it was cool, and it was also cool to end in a cliffhanger. Cause even though we figure Ben's going to be okay, cause the solicitations tell us he's Spider-Man for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> don't the he don't yeah. read the solicitations. If you don't want spoilers folks, cause All they right. start telling you a lot of information. Yeah. Um, but it was still cool to end it. Like, Oh, he got bit in the neck, leaves me hanging for, which we right. don't have to wait long for these because they're three oh, times yeah. monthly. Right. So I'm like, all right, I get a week and I find out it's Ben will Ben Riley survive. Tune in right. next week to Amazing right. Spider-Man right. seventy-eight. Same
0: spider time, same spider time. <laughs> Same spider
2: time, same spider right. place. Thwip thwip, well, so. all
1: right, if, yeah, To yeah. hear Morbius go plasma, plasma. Yeah, the hand suckers. <laughs> so I always love that on the animated series that they wouldn't say the word blood. It's always yeah. plasma. Yeah, it's plasma,
0: yeah. <laughs> So we're off yeah. to. I think overall we're off to a good start. So let's go around the uh, around the table here with the the invisible table. You can't really see one, but um, <laughs> and, and let's get our rating. So Nico, how we do it is we do uh, five for our first story and five for art. So over out of five, is, yes, over the three issues. What do, you, what do you what do you think?
2: Perfect. So earlier I said issue seventy six was some of the favorite stuff I've read. Um, so I think that elevates all three, even though I've genuinely enjoyed all three. This is the first time. And I hate to say this because I don't want to keep crapping on the last run, but this is the first time where I've had three issues of amazing Spider-Man in a row in years that I've genuinely loved. And I can't wait from week to week. So I'm going to say story. I'm going to say, do you do decimals or do we just, uh, yeah, okay. I do dec-
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say, okay, I'm not going to do decimals. I'm going to say be, for me personally, I'm going to say four because and I'm putting it as a four and I don't know if that's high or low for you guys. It's just me um, because like I said, it needed to do this run needed to do so much to hook me back. on just reading Spider-Man and it has a hundred percent. The reason why it's not a five is I just think I would save a five for something like monumental, like the three Jokers or something that sure, was like that, sure. that brilliant. I'm going to say art. I'm going to go f- uh, 4.5. I think, The transition from 76 to 77 is different but i think it's still solid but the art in those first two are exceptional once again um i'm a big gleason fan so uh i'm biased so i'm gonna say story four and art 4.5 because because also i'm biased um the cover for 77 i love because it feels like an older cover yeah when they had like the hero in action with like with like the talking points like can we talk about this? Oh, I'll take that as yeah. a month. that's <laughs> like that's like 60s stuff that's right there. Yeah. Um, so I'm biased with those, but uh, so four and a half or four and then four and a half. Awesome, okay, but,
1: Donnie. As far as writing goes, I'm going to give it a 4.5. <laughs> I just love the humanity that was on display here. Yeah, that's a great point. And as far as the art. I'm going to give it a four. I really, really liked it. There were a couple of characters I would have liked to have seen drawn a little bit differently, but it was very good all the way through. Even with the transition, that didn't bother me. So,
0: For me, everything all these guys said, but my, my, my grade is a 4.5 for story and a 4.5 for art. I'm hooked. Bring on the next three weeks, <laughs> the next mo- a few months. My wallet's going to hate me, but such is yep. life.
1: Hey, all you have to say is Spider-Man and I'm in, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> Nico,
0: it's been a blast. Thanks for joining us. Quickly before we wrap up, because they're it's running down here. <laughs> Social media plugs, go.
2: I'll be quick. Just first foremost, it was an honor. Uh, anyone who allows me to talk about Spidey is 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 just a legend in my book so uh for everyone if you liked what i said today you might not but also if you don't you can tell me that you don't um so you can follow me on uh twitter instagram and letterbox at nico caruso that's n-i-k-k-o-c-a-r-u-s-o i do a show with a really good friend of mine and my father called the vigilante 1939 you can follow that on twitter and as they've alluded to on the show an italian spider-man show with my man mr peter vera from new york city italians for spidey
0: Over. They know how to find us, Donnie. We'll skip yes. the social medias this time around. Until next time, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed Nico. I'll see you next time. Save Spider Time. Save Channel. <laughs> everybody.